Welcome to Paradox Walk Podcast, specializing in paranormal activity, UFOs, anything supernatural, dream realities, time slips, dimensional shifts, anything that cannot be explained, or mysteries of the modern world. It is August of 2022. Today we'll be going over a guy who believes he pulled a physical object out of a dream. And today's episode will be mostly about DMT, what could be happening with these substances, and a couple stories again about Selvia, uh, a few strange things, and the idea that with this DMT stuff, despite the evangelism of the popular show hosts, a lot of these DMT stories don't end so well. They're extremely frightening, and we're going to go over some of these today. Now, if you never heard of DMT, it's the actual chemical that was isolated from the ayahuasca plant of... Uh, that famous plant in Peru that people drink the tea and they, who knows what, you can't even explain it. You just have to hear the stories. Uh, Words don't even kind of come close. A little disclaimer, I've never done either one of those things. I've never done salvia. The stories that you hear about salvia are extremely frightening. Like what they do is they smoke it and then they smoke DMT as well. But don't, don't get those two things confused because salvia is, it affects the brain in a completely different way. If you hear what somebody will say, say somebody gets a gunshot wound into the heart, in the United States in the Western mind will say something along the lines of, the heart stopped and then the person died. Someone like a Native American will say, the bullet pierced the heart and that allowed the spirit to be released. What if these substances are allowing the mind or the consciousness to be released? If you hear these stories about people smoking this stuff called salvia, it's just off the top of my head. One of the stories is a guy gets ripped apart by creatures and his arms get thrown a thousand miles away and his legs get thrown a thousand miles in the other direction and his like entrails get dumped in the middle. And then these things start laughing at him and mocking him. And he believes that he can't get out. Another person will say, I smoked salvia and I became a bird flying over a lake that just was like, wow, I daydreamed about being a human for 20 years. And they swear that they've been a bird their whole life. It's completely nuts. I think in another episode, I, I talked about a guy that lived a life for eight years in another state, being convinced that his other life was a dream world life from getting a concussion and hitting his head. The idea of DMT is an interesting one because people report going to not just like outer space or whatever, but being able to see every dimension and and possibility and what they call it sometimes is the multiverse now if you never heard of the multiverse it's uh it's the idea that every time you make a decision in reality in this multiverse you make both decisions at the same time or if you like rolled the dice all six possibilities of that die came up in different fractals of the universe and that the universe keeps splitting every time a person makes a decision or any type of probability comes up and what these people are saying is that they smoke this stuff and not only do they see the multiverse, but they say they can like interact with it. They can jump into one and explore and jump out. The other thing they say is they can like become one of the people in one of the other multiverses for a while. Or it just gets bonkers. As far as the multiverse thing, when you hear some of the stories, in a way it makes sense. But in, in some other ways, you're just like, how could that be? Like, what about souls? Like, does each one of those have a soul? So these are some questions that come up. And there's actual evidence that these people are going 
at least with their mind, they're going to a different realm that's a freestanding reality. It's like you're finding Nemo just going out into the middle of the ocean without any kind of security detail, right? You're swimming with sharks with this stuff. And not all of them are beautiful, wonderful machine elves and basketballs and playtime out there. Not to be a buzzkill, but I'm just going to read this. Quote, this was written three days after my experience. I had an experience with DMT one time that burned me horribly and may have put me off brain science for the rest of my life. I was at a friend's house on a Friday with about eight people. We were projecting trippy stuff and the and the light was low. Someone pulled out some DMT. I had never tried it and I thought, why not? The pipe, which may have been used before, maybe, maybe some was left in the pipe. It was held to my lips and directly heated and I was told to breathe in, breathe in, breathe in. And then my brain started screaming. The experience itself was as if someone cross-wired my five senses and put my brain into an infinite feedback loop. Wow. So imagine like, um, imagine audio feedback applied to your crossed senses. There were no elves. There was no dark matter. There was no room, people, chair, or anything but my mind looking at itself and itself looking at itself. This was not an emotional metaphor, by the way. This was my physical kinetic reality being brutally ripped from me. So this person is describing almost like the sense of hearing and sight and smell and feeling all became one thing and then it was like looking at itself over and over almost like when you take a mirror and hold it up to another mirror and then they go on this is even more freaky i had a concept but there were no thoughts but five minutes of this would melt my brain and i would die and i realized that death would not save me but i would be like this till the end of the universe it was the most terrifying horrifying experience i've ever had or could imagine having. When I came to, I was told that I'd screamed at the top of my lungs for three minutes, I'd bitten my hand so hard that I had broken through the skin at ten points, damaged the nerve in my pinky, and my tooth was loose. I'd given myself a black eye, scratched my face, one eyeball, and both eyelids. My left ankle and my right ribs hurt, my throat was sore, and I promptly got a cold the next day. I forgot the experience directly afterwards, and it took my brain a couple of days to fill the gaps, though I still do not remember hurting myself or screaming. Someone asked me directly after I did it if it was bad, and I said, no, this was blatantly false, but it took me another day to realize it. Unfortunately, this is a common form of reliving the experience in horrific dreams that leave me terrified, shivering, and seeing things after I wake up. Just as you being drunk feels like being drunk, these dreams feel like being on DMT, and they really feel the same. Because of 4 a.m. adrenaline rushes, I wake up in the morning weak and exhausted with low blood sugar. Saturday was a wash. I actually got up and gave a talk to high school students about interactive art. I then forgot that I gave the talk for the rest of the day. I ended up feeling as if I dreamt the whole day. Sunday was better, but still very difficult. I've developed, hopefully, temporary fear of the dark, which I think is related to the resulting nightmares. Each day, it's taken me half the day to shed the anxiety of the night. I love reality. I've visited the alternative. And for the time being, I'm staying right here. 
my brain feels raw in the aftertaste of the terror, horror that I've felt has made it difficult to function, even when awake. I just keep saying to myself, it was only a dream, until I believe it. I've been taking it easy. I didn't work this weekend. I went to a seashore as far as Buddhist meditation. It has helped. So, I mean, that's just, that's just terrifying. The thing that stands out for me, that really stood out for me as I was going through this was the fact that the person mentioned that when they're like signals got crossed and that was like feedback so what feedback does is like builds on itself and builds on itself so if this was like a painful experience for the consciousness or whatever that would just be so horrifying and the added extra part that was horrifying was the idea that this was separate from the body so the person was like if my body died I would stay like that now a skeptic would just kind of look at something like that and be like well you know they it's just the brain inventing that the reason there's a couple reasons why i i'm starting to believe that these dmt things aren't just the brain firing i think there's evidence there's actual evidence of people going somewhere else like the like the consciousness goes somewhere else case in point is this comedian there's two comedians that is if the story is to be believed the guy's name was shane shane moss right so what he was doing was he was taking this dmt and meeting what he called a like a some kind of weird purple entity that um said you know i tried to like imply that they knew each other for many many years and stuff like that so when this guy shane moss had his friend try this stuff the guy says something like they love you here and then shane's like yes it's a you know after the guy said oh yeah they love you here the guy shane moss said to him yeah it's like peaceful or blah blah blah. so the guy comments back to him no the people here love you they know you they're asking about you and there's a purple girl here that says she knows you and he starts describing the same things that this shane moss guy started kind of keeping track of like a carnival a um, I guess there was a piano player and this like purple uh, female entity. He purposely didn't tell the guy anything what to expect or about his experiences. And then the guy just on his own free will starts talking about the things in the Shane Moss character's DMT trip. There was a doctor, um, Dr. Straussman, that's, that wrote a book about this, this substance, DMT. And he... Com he made a comment like someone asked him like why why did he stop the study because he got permission to study it with like volunteer subjects and stuff like that and he said you know it's like we're just pushing people off into you know off a cliff and we don't know where they're going he decided to stop his study because like he that was the real that was the reality of it he's like what if they are people kept coming back saying like I was there for a thousand years and then they were saying well no you were just gone for like 15 minutes but it's the mind like you're playing a game with the mind being at the mercy of these uh these things these i've listened to like dozens and dozens of these experiences and there's a couple things that i've noticed one is time seem can like stop for these people like they'll, they'll end up saying something like along the lines of uh i went off to outer space i met this uh, person and they got me a job. I worked at like an outer space cafe for three years. And, and the guy, when they come back, they consider that a real three years. If someone like me or you like went to college and, you know, got a 
bachelor's degree or something and we would say we spent that time there now we're back so to these people they actually consider okay i had a job here for three years then when they come back it doesn't seem like you know just 10 seconds ago it's what was the other thing the other thing was this so there's like five of these stories on comedy central they have this little channel called animated where they have these people tell these funny stories another one of these uh, guys tried smoking this dmt and what he ended up going to was this place where he could see like every possible timeline for himself and and he said oh wait i forgot which one i come from a voice booms out and said stop the presses and i I guess everything like stopped out there and he says uh okay so i was smoking dmt with shane and we ended up going to his house and then we started it and then i ended up here and then the voice was like wait were you in the studio when you smoked it or were you in the living room and he was like in the studio so boom shoots him back into the normal life right where we are now and he's like wait a minute we weren't in the studio so he somehow switched like the physical where he was just by screwing up coming from the multiverse so that kind of jumps along the line of glitches right where they like glitch the going to a different multiverse i've heard of this happening from people going into a uh, surgery they go under you know anesthesia and they go to sleep for like i don't know a few hours or something but when this one girl came back the way it was before her surgery is her friend had a brother that ended up going to college or something like that and then when she came out of surgery uh, she went to eat dinner at the friend's house and she said she asked about the brother and there was like this massive awkward silence across like the her her best friend or something ends up saying you know that he passed away last year or something like along those lines and you know he's dead you know he passed away why would you ask about that and i, I guess the parents confirmed this and it was a big deal and i guess some other stuff she noticed her friend never liked one of those boy bands when she was a kid and i guess she ended up saying that she was one of the biggest fans and her whole house was covered with these posters or something and she was there's a lot of these Eventually, you just can't post all of these up to misremembering because there's a lot of weird stuff that the misremembering, like especially with thousands and thousands of people misremembering the same thing, it starts to break down. Like it doesn't make any sense, and it's an, another explanation has to be come up. But like, but some of these things are just beyond explaining. With this substance called salvia, there's there's a there's story after story of people saying like I turned into you know like just weird stuff like i was a coat of paint on a barn for you know a hundred years i felt the weather and every single day for a hundred years and then i then i woke up another person said that they fell down into like a pit and he said he was there for a lifetime and he came back telling people not to do it there was another story of this um i think it was on a selvia video this guy started talking about how he kept waking up after his trip and he woke up and he turned on the light and then he turned around and the light was off and then he was back in his body and he woke up again turned on the light he turned back around he was back in his body with the light off and he got up and he turned on the light again and he was like so i saw this comment this guy this is a comment on one of these videos i smoked salvia maybe two dozen times over the course of my sophomore year and junior year of high school at the beginning i thought it was a fun thrill i smoked everything from the raw plant matter to high extracts i think it's important to remember that the extract is not an exact science so it may say 60 times on the package but it might not be accurate it's also worth noting that the aztecs who used this for thousands of years are not happy that we bastardized their sacred plant in a way that we have 
They often just chew the raw leaves, and it's a slow mystical experience rather than the holy, eh, holy F-word experience. But the raw leaves, and even five or ten times, is mostly extreme, extreme laughing for no reason. It felt very unnatural as compared to the giggles from early stages of weed or something. If you hit the salvia ten times really hard or out of a bowl, you will trip pretty good. The most intense experiences I've had were the 20 to 60 times salvia, and it was no way enjoyable. It was the most horrific and utterly terrifying experience of my life. Like, listen to those words. It was the most horrific and utterly terrifying experience of my life. So he goes on, quote, However, as far as the higher times doses, they all boil down to the same experience. I always felt upon inhaling, maybe maybe five to ten seconds after, I started getting itchy everywhere, usually in the major joints. Neck, elbows, knees, ankles. These joints become violently itchy to where you couldn't ignore it, and I'd start rubbing my skin. But it didn't matter because in another five seconds, I'd be launched into another plane of existence. The itchy spots on my body collapsed from my 3D world into a 2D, 2D world. And those itchy spots became like plots on a piece of graph paper. Like, this is insane. My world was now just my consciousness encapsulating in those dots. Like, how can that... that does, do those two sentences make any sense? It, it goes on and on like this. I mean, think about... I mean, that first experience, someone like fusing every single sense into one in the feedback loop that they knew would damage their brain and then their consciousness would be lost outside their body for the entire existence of the universe till the end of time. That sounds like hell forever, but turned up to like 10 or 11, turned up to 11. Yeah, di dying like outside of death, like you, death won't even save you. I mean, yeah, I guess I would say... For somebody just trying to have a buzz at a party, yeah, that seems like the consequences outweigh the mistake. Probably one of the weirdest stories I've ever heard, which is saying a lot, because after eight of these podcasts, there were some weird ones. The weirdest one I heard was this. I'm just going to read it. Quote, here's my story. A few years back, I lived alone in a refurbished school bus. Anyway, one night I was having a typical dream, but kept finding myself bothered by a bug flying around. He uses bug in like quotes. So it was in this dream. It was not the first time I had been bothered by it. It was quite large, about the size of a grapefruit, and it appeared as a fly or a mosquito. It had rather violent and intense electrical buzzing to it, disturbing my sleep by its per pestering presence. On this particular night, I got really fed up with it and fiercely grabbed it with my hand. It was intense, and it was, fright and it was fighting to get free, as if I was being mildly electrocuted, holding on to it. Either from the exertion or the shock, I woke up while still grabbing strongly onto this thing. The most bizarre sensation occurred in my right hand while waking up as this buzzing electrical presence started condensing and hardening into a physical object. It was hard like steel, about the diameter of a dime, and it was firmly pressed against the flesh of my palm. Thinking I had actually grabbed a real bug or cockroach that had been crawling on me, I freaked out and hurled it as hard as I could across the bus. It hit the floor and bounced several times, clinking and clanking loudly as a hard piece of metal would against the steel bus floor. Immediately, 
I realized the enormity of my mistake by not having looked at the object first, and I jumped out of bed searching frantically for the object. This was literally a physical artifact straight from the dream realm. I searched and searched, but for the life of me, I couldn't find it. In retrospect, this was actually literally a glitch in the matrix because an object that had no origin in physical reality suddenly popped into existence. Because the phenomenon went against all rules and syntax of the matrix, it immediately disappeared back into potentiality, as if a sensor went, this isn't supposed to be, and glitched it out of existence. It was literally a bug in the matrix. I don't think what's happening in dreams are actually just, I mean, it has to be part brain firing or something. I, I think there's actual studies on that, and I have to believe the science on that. I think there's, an, there's a dual aspect to what's really going on so in conclusion to this episode the reason i brought up the person having their spirit released when they get shot like in the heart like um you're releasing the spirit instead of just imagining that the body dies i'm not 100 percent sure about this but the best idea i can get is that with these substances dmt salvia and a few other things like that it seems to be able somehow to release the mind from the body and it seems like each chemical even though they're they might be slightly different each chemical will kind of lay down a groundwork on which way the mind will will go it's not just me saying it but i read these comments about people with selvius as it seems to send them to a place that oftentimes seems completely evil with these like creatures that want to do harm to them and terror land it seems the thing about it is not everybody has the same experience What's more frightening than thinking that you're trapped for a thousand years or something in a in a pit or and then in another sense these multi-dimensional ideas like the multiverse and something like that there's stories i mean i don't know how much of this stuff i even believe myself but there's stories that people say that they go to sleep at night stone cold sober they wake up in the morning and they're in a totally different place i've read and listened to a lot of these stories and it, that's the kind of the consensus i come to is with, with this is i can't help to notice some of the danger with the, with some of this stuff it's uh somewhat disturbing to read about especially that first story is pretty bad there's also the aspect of other spirits might be inside of these um experiences that maybe that's like their realm and that's their territory and it's like if you do this stuff you're walking into their territory i mean even in greek mythology they have spirits going inside of dreams all the time and some of them can shapeshift and turn into people that you know and you think you talked to somebody or that you knew or somebody that passed away so there's a lot of these aspects that we have to consider maybe people are making stuff up but after reading a lot a lot of these stories you kind of get a sense from when somebody's trying to make up creepy pasta and when they aren't i don't think all of this can be just dismissed like all out of hand um Everything happens in the brain, all out of hand. Like, every hallucination is just the brain, all out of, you know, you can't just dismiss every single thing, which is almost like being lost in and amongst itself. I, uh, someone just dismissing and calling themselves a debunker for everything is, is almost like being lost in themselves, too. All right, well, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. Uh, remember to click the RSS feed or plug that in and also my patreon is patreon slash paradox walk i got my first patreon i'd like to thank my first patreon supporter roxy thank you so much 
and I'll uh, add names to the ends of the YouTube videos as well. So thanks for that. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm glad you enjoyed the, the stories and podcasts so far. Any crazy stories, send my way to Paradox Walk Podcast at ProtonMail. And also, the music is Downbeat88, which is me. The first song is The Dark, and the ending track is Moment of Peace. Hope you guys are doing good. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.